Hey, what is up, everybody? Thank you for coming to this episode number 24 of the Reluctant Vegan Sun. I'm joined by Nikki Naredin as we talk about her new acting experiments or exposés or whatever it is. We also comment on this article I found and vehemently disagreed with called 10 Reasons from Social Science Why Same-Sex Marriage is Bad. Arguments against same-sex marriage. And we comment on what we think. Okay, hope you enjoy. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up, and I love it. So, hit the music. Hello, and welcome to episode number 24 of The Reluctant Vegan Sun. I am back once again, very special guester. I guess kind of permanent weekly guest, almost permanent weekly guest, very constant Wait, no. weekly guest. Almost? Constant. I like constant. constant. I'm constant. still looking for name recognition, but I'm Nikki not going to get it. Nikki <laughs> Oh, you want name recognition like in the show title. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's not happening. No. That's not, that one's not happening. I cry about that like every week. <laughs> I know you do. You really do. I know. I know. I know. I'm persistent. I'm very You persistent. are persistent. That's something I need to work on. I've been trying to intentionally work on. Work on your own persistence or stopping my persistence? My own persistence. You can be persistent. I mean, it'll either work or most likely not work. Uh-huh. Are you not persistent normally? or what, I feel like your... I'm not, not persistent enough because I feel like it's a bother to other people. Ah. So. In what, what ways do you mean? Like which, Annoyance. Which parts... No, but which parts you... are you not being persistent in? Well, I mean, it's hard to, you know, say, mm-hmm. but like, it feels like I could be a little more persistent in reaching out to people or like, like applying to jobs and stuff. Oh, okay. And oh. really like being more persistent, especially for jobs. Cause they're, you're never going to see those people unless they hire you. Right. So what do you have to lose? That's true. That's true. So yeah. yeah but I mean, I guess it depends on how badly you want it. Mm-hmm. You know, that so there has to be a compelling want and mm-hmm. desire, you know, and reason in order for you to continue to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there doesn't have to be. There could be some fringe reason. I mean, Just, wh- what are the reasons why you would want a job? Because I like what they're doing, because I want to help them, because uh-huh. I want money. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are all good enough reasons if you believe that. Yeah, that's true. It's all about believing what you want. I mean, but there's some things that you might necessarily not necessarily see the need for now or like, or possibly benefit from straight away, but the persistence in the future could possibly help Mm. like for some dream job, I guess. I mean, I guess that's the same as what I said previously. Right. Right. If there, if there is a dream job and you envision it, then you will mm -hmm. be persistent and create massive action to get there. Even if you're rejected a hundred, 500, 1000 times. I mean, there's always those stories of the famous of famous people. There's like famous authors who had their books rejected from publishers like a thousand times, or screenwriters right. who had their screen writing, I don't know what it's called, their their script. There we go. Yes, <laughs> they they screenwrite a script, but right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm now going to be persistent and ask you, what is new and good going <laughs> on in your life? What is new and good? What is new and good? Ah, what is new and good? Are you asking again? Ask one more time. No. Okay. <laughs> what is new and good? I mean, there's so many new and good. You asked again. There's so many I new did. and good things going on. Um, one, though, is that I was asked to be in a movie. Mm. Uh, I have some friends uh, that uh, had done another movie, and I was in that movie, which did really well on the uh, film festival circuit. And okay. they called me again because they had a short film and they wanted me to be the nurse in that film. So we're kind of typecasting, you know, things that I normally do. And uh, Do they and, need any extras? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, they did need extras, and it was just filming today. And I had uh, one of my friend's daughter, Rachel, who you know. Rachel. Oh, she's an actress. Yes, she's an actress. And so she came and she was an extra in the waiting room of this doctor's office, hmm. which was really fun. But the other interesting part is that the actor, the lead actor in this film, was a woman called Jane Stiles, and she's Julia Stiles' sister. And do you know who Julia Stiles is? Nope. Uh, Julia Stiles was the lead in The Prince and Me. She was also in all the Bourne Supremacy movies. She's an Academy Award winning actress. Oh, wow. Yeah, she's really big. And her sister, who's about nine years younger, who is like one of the most amazing actors I've actually worked with. Not that I've worked with so how many. many yeah, I was about to say, how many amazing actresses have you worked with? I, you know, I just, I assume that I've worked with many. Now, am I delusional? I don't know. I mean, is it Maybe everybody? you're acting like you think they're a great actress. I think that they actress. are great actors. I think I'm acting like I've been around a lot of actors, but I've seen a lot of actors on stage and I've seen a lot of actors on film. What well, doesn't every, okay. So I have this idea that every good idea comes from a delusion, right? So let's say or people you, smoking weed. No, no, no. But let's say or, you, unless you consider that part of the delusion. I don't know. No, there are no. a lot of ideas. I'm like, people must be high as fuck for them to come up with that thing. Well, what about go to the moon? Do they have to be high as fuck to decide that somebody should go to the moon? Okay, something? okay. I think the person who pulled the trigger wasn't high as fuck, but I think somebody was probably high as fuck before they'd been looking at the moon and been like, <clears throat> yo, what if we sent a person up there? You know that happened. There's no I way that did not happen. I'm sure it happened like a thousand times. I'm just saying, I'm just but saying. But there was one person that truly believed that that was possible and everybody probably thought he was delusional well, yeah. and they made it happen. So I think that every big hope, goal, well, and dream that hasn't been done before is a delusion that you make a reality. I think there also is delusion progress. I think the way the delusion happens, you get progress and opportunity. Okay, there's pro you progress towards it, you, you work towards that, and there has to be an opportunity to coincide. Yes, you make your own luck and you make your own opportunities. But also, what if, like, let's say the president or somebody didn't want to go to the moon or didn't think that was possible? They're just going to stop you from going to the moon, even if you're fully ready, fully committed, and you're 100% certain you could get to the moon. I, I think that no matter what, if that is what your goal is, that you will be persistent and figure okay, out yeah. how to get around every obstacle and roadblock yeah yeah, yeah. you create that and opportunity the people who got there i'm sure that a lot of people did not want them to go to the moon and thought that they were crazy you know I, I, what about the light bulb what about i mean think of uh, so many other things that you know people probably thought that they were crazy or delusional well yeah so why do you why, think the term mad scientist probably came about right because they were doing something that nobody could fathom yeah right which means that every idea that everybody has has to start as a delusion and is still possible to become a reality. Okay. I think, I think it's delusion opportunity because there's definitely some guy smoking weed somewhere that had the same delusion. <laughs> I can That's guarantee true. that. I, I'm sure, but they didn't get to the moon. They didn't. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Right. It's, right. It's, it, it's the delusion. Because if you're smoking weed, you're not going to get to the moon. That's not true. Oh, my God. You tell me <laughs> astronauts have never smoked weed why don't we get Buzz Aldrin on the line and be like, hey, Buzz, Buzz, how you doing? But I'll send him an email right now. I'll be persistent. Yeah, be hey, persistent. Hey, hey Buzz, when you wanted to be an astronaut, were you high? How about the person know. that developed the rocket, though? They were probably high, too. No, I'm kidding. They, were high too. they might have been no, high. They, no, probably not. I mean, but uh, I think if you're smoking weed, though, honestly, like the get up and go probably got up and left. I don't think that's the case because I think there are certain – well, Mike Tyson right now is a big weed. He owns a pot ranch. Okay. Mike Tyson, heavyweight boxer champion of the world, one of the like, most powerful individuals, is and now – In what way do you think he's powerful? Take a punch from him. You're talking about a punch. Okay, he, but he's pretty – Mike Tyson's pretty crazy. I mean, did he not bite off somebody's ear? Well, yeah. I mean, all <laughs> fighters, I think, are somewhat crazy. All professional athletes knocked are in the not, head. I don't think that's what did it. Mm. I mean, I think that there's a certain mentality you have not that people who are professional athletes are crazy, but there's something in their head that ticks, mm. makes them tick and do things uh -huh. that I couldn't do. 
Mm-hmm. Now that doesn't make them necessarily crazy by the common convention of the word, mm-hmm. but there's something in their mind that they go into this. Like if I was a boxer, I mean, if I could punch somebody's lights out, maybe I would be a professional boxer. I don't know. I don't have that ability. I've wanted to take a boxing class. I think it'd be interesting. Ooh. I think it's good cardio. I think it'd be a fun class to take. You know, I'd, I'd take two boxing classes a week. Yeah. 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 But to stand in front of Mike Tyson, something got to be a little crazy in your mind. I mean, maybe you want the glory. Maybe you're like, oh, I'm finally the one that can knock out Mike Tyson and be champion of the world. But first of all, Mike Tyson right now could not be champion of the world. And if he's smoking I'm talking a lot of about, dope. I'm talking about... Well, but you're prime. talking about his dope thing right now. I mean, the okay. dope thing right now is happening when he is not knocking anybody out. But when he's he coming is, back to fight, yes. I mean, he's not going to be champion. But <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. I think that. I mean, I mean, it's starting as a delusion. He could do whatever he wants. I mean, I'm sure exactly. this is some kind of publicity stunt. So that if that's what he wants to get out of it, that's great. I don't know if it's a publicity stunt. I mean, he is fighting some older fighter. He's not fighting like one of the champions. And it's prime. So who's who's he fighting? Like Evander Holyfield or something? No, not Holyfield. Uh, let me look this up real quick. Uh, he's fighting somebody. Uh, he's fighting somebody that's like older too. Uh, he's fighting um, uh, Roy Jones Jr. in an eight-round exhibition fight. Who is also a legend fighter. Oh. Wow. So not and how old is, how old is Mike Tyson now? Uh, Mike Tyson currently. He's got to be in his 50s, right? I mean, he was the youngest champion of all time. He right now is 54. He's younger than me. Yeah. I can get in the ring with him then. Go for it. Roy (laughs) Jones Jr. is 51. You don't think that I might be able to run circles around him a little bit? Absolutely not. (laughs) I think you are absolutely delusional. (laughs) But I've been taking boxing classes twice a week. (laughs) Okay. And he was heavyweight champion of the world at 18. (gasps) That's true, but he's 50, 54 I know, now. I know I you're going to say little, he was fast as prime, um, but... I know. Lost a little um, still could probably knock me out in one punch. You think so? Hmm. I, I'm not standing in front of him. I don't want to find out ever. Mm-hmm. You should totally uh, take this boxing class with me, though. My punchy skills have gotten so much better. Mm, oh, do you know, the other new gun I have to tell you one more thing is that yeah. we were actually on a CSI catfish hunt of Catherine's, you know, ex. Right. Right. And oh, how how's the update? I heard uh, that she got in touch with him through a friend. No, she. They signed up through the same website, and somehow they matched again. But wasn't it using a friend's profile or something? And she used like a burner number and a burner profile, and then gave yeah. him her picture. So she was actually the one that was talking to him back and forth. It wasn't. It wasn't her friend. He's so... talking to himself. No, she was talking to. Oh Catherine. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was right, talking right. to. Right, right. It was yeah, the friend yeah. that they were talking to. But, uh, but she, I, I was like, I was like, Intel CSI hanging outside of that bar, like getting the plate numbers. I followed the car. I had like the, wow. the skinny on where the car was, and I tried to follow it, but he went through one red light, and I couldn't catch up. He so went I lost one him red in, like light? a whole minute. Yeah, I, I was, I was. Cops too hopefully could get him. I don't know. I don't know. Wait, did he like gun through the red light? Or? No, he didn't gun through the red light. It, it was like turning yellow and he was going through and I was a little bit behind. And so oh, okay, I just didn't okay. go through the light. Just run. Yeah, that's delusion. true. I could have. I mean, have I, some I, delusion. Yeah, I definitely have to like work on my tail, you know, my, my tailgating yeah. slash following skills. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we listened to him because they had him and her friend's conversation on speakerphone and we were muted. And she said that he was telling lie after lie. You know, and then Did he have the, the same name? Well, he gave her one name, the same first name, and then the last name he made up some cockamamie, wacko Hawaiian name that we could barely say. It was really, really wacky. <laughs> and, then, and then she went to the bartender and she said, listen, I've been dating this guy and I'm not really sure whether you know, he's like, put me on or anything. I don't even know if I know his name. Can you get his ID? Ooh. And he took a picture of his ID and now we have his real name. What's his real name? I, I, should I say it here? I don't think he's listening. I, maybe not. His name is Warren Kwan. <laughs> okay. And we found all his social media out and it's really messed up. How many I girlfriends know. does he have? What? How many girlfriends does he have? I don't know how many girlfriends. Does he, he have a wife? He yes, he does. Oh, there mm-hmm. we go. 
wondering why, why he ghosted you know her during this pandemic and the reason why we think is because um because he had to stay home and he probably yeah. didn't have the ability to sneak out mm-hmm. and do all his cavorting mm-hmm. makes sense. anyway so i felt i felt very private detective i felt very csi you know i was we like, knew there right was there something there gray. what we knew there was something there oh totally 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 it makes sense it was a wife mm. i don't know yeah yeah. Well, that that's cool. Yeah, Real that was cool. pretty fun. Yeah, that is fun. Does, does he play volleyball at Rutgers? He does. He, he actually plays volleyball at Rutgers because Lily found his social media out and he did. Oh wow, interesting. Did. Yeah, Lily did a little googling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. Or something. Something wrong about. It. Wait. So what was he doing in Hawaii, or did his family end up moving? We have like, no idea. We could we, we could figure this out. Yeah, we haven't pieced point. it all together, though. Yeah. Anyway. But it's good to get some closure, definitely. Mm, a little bit, definitely. Definitely good to get what some What would you do? Like, if you found that information about somebody who you were dating and then goes... Had to a them. husband? Yeah. I would tell the husband. Oh, why would you tell the husband? Tell me what you're thinking. If I didn't know about them beforehand, mm-hmm. they kept me, wouldn't you want to know? Right, so you're thinking that... Is that they, they would want to know and they would do worse to him than what I could do. So what you're saying is that the lie, the liar in the relationship would do worse to the husband than you telling the husband. The liar. Yeah. The liar. Like, what could I do to him? He hasn't broken any laws. He hasn't done anything like wrong in the legal sense of the term. He's right. definitely done a lot morally wrong. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But legally, what can I do? Or am I going to go and beat his ass? No. But who are you talking about now? What, like, what if you... I'm talking about, like, if I had somebody, like, let's say I was Catherine. I was in uh-huh. her situation. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to beat him up? No, no. No. But but should she tell his wife or not? I mean, that's up to her. How much does she want? The question is, does she want to ruin his life and does she want to ruin her life? Because that also kind of ruins her life. And that's what you have to be willing to do. Well, but, but she gets to decide. Like, she doesn't have all the information, and she's also put at risk. I mean, if he's exactly. having relationships with other people and putting himself at risk for an STD, you know, and lying, then, I mean, you just give her the information, and then she gets to do with it what she wants. Maybe they have an open relationship. Maybe she then completely she, understands then, that. Then he wouldn't be hiding as much. Right. I imagine he wouldn't be hiding. But I would, I would hope so. Yeah. But yeah, that that's what I would do in that relationship. But I mean, it might ruin her life for how the person that she hopefully loves if she's married to him has this whole other life and stuff. Right. But he like put out that ad very soon after he was married or even just engaged. Hmm. So I think that he went into the relationship with the hopes that, you know, he would have other little little people on the side, a little side okay. hustle going. Yeah. We'll have Catherine on the show soon, and, you know, if she wants to, she can illuminate <laughs> us on her situation. I know. Or I it know. could be too hard for her to talk about. So right, either way, right. it's perfectly fine. You should put out some good Instagrams, though. And, I was thinking, you know, yeah. Yeah. Social media okay. content. Yeah, totally. Totally. Anyway, so that was uh, – so those are a couple of news and goods mm-hmm. that I that Very I acting-y. Actor-y, I'm doing a lot of acting. A lot of acting. A lot of private investigation actor type. Yeah. Things. See, you're like the best actor actress, you know, that you've worked Thank with. Thank you. So. I'm around a lot of people. Let me tell you, her friend put in an award-winning performance. Being really, his, oh my god, like really played the part beautifully. Nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. Yeah, that was my excitement for the the mm-hmm. last day. <laughs> That's all yeah. one day. Yeah. Wow. Lots of excitement. You That's know, last a ton night of today. excitement. Yeah. I know. I know. My life is so exciting. I know. I feel my life is kind of boring in comparison. But... <laughs> in comparison to your mom. Mm-hmm. See, I want name recognition on this podcast so I can yeah. increase the excitement in my life. No. All right. <laughs> you're, you're my frequent guest. Beyond frequent. Your weekly guest. Pretty much. That's Pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Trying to find more people to have supplemental podcasts with. Uh-huh. Trying to be persistent reaching out to people. <laughs> well, who do you want to have and why? Uh, various professional athletes. Uh, oh, well, that would be friends. good. So go after big. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going after big. No, yeah. I, I, so I DM'd this one guy, this offensive lineman on the New York Jets. Ooh. Uh, 
he's humongous. He's like six foot seven, like three hundred something pounds, and is already probably the best player on the team. The Jets are god awful. Uh-huh. I That's don't true. know why. I mean, they're like 0-9 now, aren't they? They are 0-9. He just got injured. So, you know, he has a lot of free time. But <laughs> I'm, <laughs> not, no, I'm not saying no, – no, like, I'm shit. sorry. Is I'm he a sorry. vegan? Like, you should go no, to the vegan not. athlete. I should. I mean, the Tennessee Titans are almost all vegan. Yeah. Try that. I yes. mean, I was DMing Daniel Negrano. I have to try that again. Oh, my God. Right. You should just keep be, DMing yeah, him like all every the time. Day. Every um, day. But Mekhi Beckton, he's just this huge guy. And it'd be really interesting because I also thought offensive linemen – would yeah. maybe not have the presence, you know, of a star player. Not uh, that he shouldn't be considered a star player. Because offensive linemen, they deserve, you know, they work so hard. I mean, didn't they just draft him? He was they like drafted just last draft year. Him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was, the fir- that was their first yeah, pick. Yeah, he was their first pick, and he's doing really that, well. He's right. doing, he was doing extremely well. Right, but, but they're not doing so well in the quarterback position, though. No, I mean, that wide receiver, running back, they're mm. – Currently, their quarterback, because Sam Darnold out, is like 32, and their running back mm-hmm. is like 35. I mean, I love mm-hmm. Frank Gore. He's an absolute legend. Mm-hmm. He's like the number two rushing leader of all time because he's played forever. Right. He's played literally my entire life. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. But that's what I would be hopeful for. And yeah, I definitely think uh, you should do that. If you get those people, I will relinquish. Yeah. My well, what about amazing actressing and shit? Stuff. Maybe they want to come on. Is um a Julia her sister, whatever her name. What's her name? Jane Styles. Jane Styles. I was gonna say Julia Child, but I know who, I know who <laughs> that you know is. Julia Child is. Yeah, I know who that is. Oh, that's too funny. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, maybe she wants to. You know, is she vegan? She is totally not vegan. Ah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, I'm just, just saying be- that you might have a little bit more of an edge, especially with you know the name "reluctant vegan." You know, some to get them. Yeah. Because maybe they have a bunch of talk. reluctant vegan parents. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. True. Mm. So interesting. All right. What's new and good for you? New and good for me. I mean, I don't really have anything much going on. I've been reading a lot more. I was reading the New York Times. Uh-huh. That's something caught my eye that was really interesting. Which was? Uh, which is the Shiite holiday, Arbaidin. Huh. What's it called? Um, let me just make Arbaidin. Arbaeen. So, and Does that mean for something? or It's the end of the 40-day morning. No, mom, it's Arabic, not Hebrew. Right, but it's similar. Arbaeen it, is It is 40. similar. You're right. Yeah. Arbaeen. Um, well, yeah, it's the end of the 40-day mourning period for Shiite right. Muslims following, I think, the death of one of their um, – uh, it commemorates the martyrdom of the grandson of the, of the Prophet Muhammad. Oh. And usually, and there's this whole pilgrimage, and it's crazy because people walk from all over the Middle East. To like Mecca. They literally, not to Mecca. To where? To uh, the city of Karbala in Iraq. Oh, interesting. Karbala. And it's really- so this, reading, this isn't a hajj to Mecca. This isn't a hajj to Mecca. This is a whole different thing. This I got is a it. whole different thing. It's only Shiite Muslims. Wow. Because you know how there's two different parts. There's the Sunni Muslims Sunnis and the Shiites. And Shiites Sunnis right? and the Shiites. And this is a Shiite holiday. Uh, what's and, the difference between the, and why are they such sworn enemies? Uh, I can't remember exactly. I think it's about who was going to take over after Muhammad. You know how they had the Islamic Empire and it broke up into many different sections with I think the Caliphate. I think it has mm. something to do with that. Mm. I might be entirely wrong. I, I mm. this I mean religion is so interesting, mm. but there's this whole pilgrimage of Shiite uh, Muslims to this town and the town like quadruples in size and they all walk and so they're like tents and campsites along the roads that lead to this place and mm-hmm. there's food vendors and food stalls that come up and like it's really interesting how this is happening i mean i would have no idea of this without the internet at all but this happened at all it's mm-hmm. also really interesting how the u.s actually played a part in this i mean mm-hmm. you would think the u.s is terrible after 9-11 and after saddam hussein was overthrown the country became much more tolerable for shiites in mm-hmm. iraq and so they were more able to make this journey. And there are these two mosques or two shrines in this city. And they, people go there and pray. And there's all these religious ceremonies. And it's so emotional. Mm. Now, oh, so I don't understand religion at all. Mm. What don't you understand about it? I don't get how it moves people so much. And it seems like that's a thing. But the scenes and the raw emotion, like from uh-huh. what I could tell, just seems incredible. Huh. Mm. And I, I would never understand this. I mean, right. I'm a pretty non-religious Jew. I mean, I guess we're technically conservative. We're actually fairly religious compared to most people. Right, 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 right. But I mean, well, so, so I, there's a question of observance and the question of religiousness, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. So, 
are we somewhat observant or did we grow up somewhat observant? I think we're somewhat observant to the holidays, Uh not religious pretty much. Right. Right. So what do you need to be to be religious? Like do you have to believe in God? Not entirely sure. Uh, I mean, when I think of religious Jews, I think of Hasidim or like Haredi and stuff. Right. And and that's just not true too, because there are definitely religious Jews and observant Jews who are not Haredi and who not do that. Like, would you consider the rabbi of our synagogue pretty religious? Right. So I, I, I don't know why I think observant is the one that kind of follows the tradition, mm-hmm. you know, and when I think I, of yeah. religious, it's probably the same, but in my mind, it's somehow like, so maybe I'm thinking that more like spiritual, mm-hmm. like, you know, somebody who believes in God, like, do you believe in God? Not particular. I th- there could be a higher power. I mean, I don't, there are lots of things that I don't think God would like mm-hmm. in this world. I mean, that's going on unless he created this world purely for his own entertainment. Mm. I, I've seen like, maybe that was a that's movie. That's a really interesting thing. thought. Maybe that was a movie thing. That oh, was I it saw. a movie thing? I don't know. Like a Jim Carrey movie, you know, like. Well, God that was made. Bruce Almighty, but. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. But oh. uh, I mean, it's possible. I mean, there should be, there's some higher, there, it's possible there could be high, some higher power that like oversees everything. I don't mm. think that's out of the question. I mean, when you think of some, you think of all the spiritual, you believe in a lot of spiritual energy. I do. Which I, I, which do. I think is a similar concept to a higher power kind of overseeing things, not like the definitive higher power, but. Right. But some organ, like some way in which things are organized. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and creating whatever it's creating as we go along. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I like the community aspect of the religion for yeah. me. I, I really enjoy, you know, going to synagogue and just seeing people I like. Mm-hmm. So, so I wanted fun. to talk about with religion and religious freedom. The Supreme Court right now is arguing a case of Philadelphia versus, is it Oberfergel? I looked this up last week, mm. but it's Philadelphia versus Oberfergel, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, no, it's Fulton versus City of Philadelphia. What am I saying? Oberfergel is the landmark. Uh, that was the one with the uh, gay marriage. That oh. when gay marriage got legalized, I'm pretty sure. And what year was that? Do you remember? That was um, uh, 2008, maybe? Uh-huh. Mate, that feels like so long ago, though. Yeah, wow. Gay marriage, legalization. Supreme Court case. I don't think it was 2012, maybe. 2015, never mind. 2015. Oh. <laughs> 2015. So not that long ago. Because I was like, wow, that was Was it Baker versus Nelson? Ago. No, Oberfergel versus Hodges, there we go, was okay. in 2015. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, that was what I was talking about. But religious freedom, uh, AOC, Congresswoman AOC, or representative, was talking about how religious freedom comes up a lot when it's discriminatory against other groups of people. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And I think that's an interesting case with Fulton versus Philadelphia on the Supreme Court right now. Right now, there's a heavy conservative majority. It looks like they're leaning towards Fulton, mm. which is, would give them the right to not let same-sex couples adopt children. Mm. Which, if you think about it, it, I mean, you don't even have to think about it, seems discriminatory to me. Uh-huh, right. Because you're discriminating on the basis of something that they choose. And... Right. When you think about religion as kind of a choice, well, then why is their choice discriminating against their choice? Right. Unless you're saying that the city is forcing them. I mean, do you think being them, gay is, is a choice? I, I don't know enough about that. I, I, don't know, I don't know enough about... I don't like that answer, if you had yeah. to guess. If I had to guess? Yeah. I mean, saying it's a choice, I think people would disagree with that. Because I think people would say being gay is not a choice, and then you're discriminating. Because if I say it's a choice, then you have the option to not be gay and people don't want the option and they're gay and they're proud to be gay and they don't want the option. That's who they are. So then I guess uh-huh. that's not necessarily a choice right. or it's what they're more comfortable with. And that the choice, the, I feel like it's hard to talk about this. I don't know much about this as a straight man. Um, uh, it's a hard, I don't think, it, I guess it's not a choice. I guess your choice is to choose who you love. And your sexuality is not a choice. The choice is who you love. Right. So do we feel like we have no choice about whatever our attraction is? Is that completely hormonal? Yeah, I think that hormonal? makes sense. I think that or, makes sense. 
Because I definitely can think something and be attracted to somebody, and that yeah. seems to come from my mind. That's yeah. possible too, but isn't there also times when you're not attracted? You're attracted to somebody, but it's not necessarily a thought from your mind. It's just instinct attractiveness. I, I still think Attraction? there has to be some thought about it. Like so something do you think about it's a choice? Situation. I don't know. It's a very interesting thing. Like, yeah. you know, I don't necessarily think it's a choice, but I think that, that we have more choices about, you know, who we decide to have sex with or not. Like I'm mm -hmm. always choosing whether I'm going to go after somebody or not, just based on the fact that I'm married, you know, so I can't. So that's a choice all the time, whether I'm attracted yeah. to somebody or not, you know, so, so I don't know. That's an interesting thing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so, so... Well, do you think religion's a choice? Right. I think that's, it's... That's I think the other end choice. of the... Under, right. That's the other thing. Right. I think that's a choice as well. You think that is a choice? Okay. Right. And, as well. And, I, and it could be a choice based on whatever, you know, feelings and whatever, you know, genetics and environmental and whatever is going mm -hmm. on. Like, you know, that, that could be the choice and the choice you continue to make. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, just, um, and it could be an intentional choice. Mm -hmm. So it's just I mean, very. The, the only thing that happens is action. The only, what you do, I guess, nobody, nobody before you has made that choice in your own personal circumstance. So you do choose that. You create your own path. So I guess everything's a choice in a way. I mean, in a way, right. we're reading Sartar right now. So that's why it's on my mind. But in my ancient philosophy class, I, it's, we're talking about existentialism right now, which is in S, which is that your choice makes your essence, which is what we're saying. Right. Whereas there right, is a right, pre-guided right. thing, which I guess religion somewhat thinks that way. I mean, that's right. the argument. And nobody but, says that people's choices are bad, but you know, but we, we do have the ability to manage our mind and mm -hmm. make choices. Now, I don't know necessarily all the legal jargon. I mean, I think that a lot of people, a lot of conservatives claim that they're constitutionalists, mm. which in essence would be bipartisan because the point of the Supreme Court is to be bipartisan. Mm. I mean, but nowadays people attend and that's why people were elected for life. Like when you think purely from a theoretical standpoint, it makes sense why the Supreme Court justices were kind of elected for life. Explain that to me. Why? Because then they wouldn't feel in the need to side with the candidate, the person currently in office. Oh, I never realized that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That was, that was the idea. But now oh. it seems to be getting away from that. The country seems so divided. Right. People have their perspectives. Their politics shouldn't influence their decisions in a legal matter. Mm. Mm. Because the law should be the law no matter who you are. But the law is open to so many interpretations. Right. So that's interesting because if you're selected by a specific president who had a specific philosophy, then you will perpetrate or continue that philosophy for the whole rest of your time on the court. Yeah, but the other option is that if that president could also fire you, then maybe you would choose his option as well because you would want to curry favor with him. The next president or the one that hired you? Either one. Or whatever president there is while you're Can on the Supreme Court. a president fire a Supreme Court justice? No, that's the idea that if they were able to be fired. Oh, That's wow. why they're appointed for life. Oh, that's or if they so had to be reappointed and stuff. Yeah. Wow. But also, let's say you're a constitutionalist, you're judging laws based on a document that's almost 250 years old. Right. Which I feel like there's problems with that too. Mm, interesting. So, yeah. But I don't know enough in the legal sense of that. That's what happens. But I did find this nice article when I was researching, or not really nice, I disagree with it, by the uh, Family Research Council, which, according <laughs> to Media Bias and Fact Check, is low facts and extremely right biased. So, you know. <laughs> There's so much of that kind of news out there Who right knows now. what they will say? Uh, this is an article <laughs> well, that I found. Well, they can say anything they fucking want. Exactly. But... Freedom of internet. And I have all I can say to disagree with it. If you agree with this article, please let me know why. I don't understand it. So I'm just going to comment with my mom about what we think about the points this article makes. It's called 10 Arguments from Social Science Against Same-Sex Marriage. And social science, because I wasn't entirely sure, as a scientific study of human society and social relationships. I got that from the dictionary. <laughs> okay. Right? All and right. like social sciences are like the big Google ones. Google Merriam-Webster. Yeah, exactly. Our anthropology, okay. economics, mm -hmm. political science, sociology, social science. Those are what social sciences are. 
supposedly these arguments okay. are from there. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess anybody could declare anything they want from that major. So, you know, they're as entitled to their opinion as me. Mm-hmm. I just think it's ridiculous. Okay. So, also, this is a very Christian, like, conservative thing. I mean, I was looking up the Jewish perspective on same-sex marriage. And? And most, like, we, I would say we're fairly conservative Jewish. Right? Well, it's weird because conservative is a lot more progressive than mm-hmm. orthodox. Orthodox, yeah. Right, right. And, so the, in the Jewish sense. But in the Jewish sense, conservative is just the way in which you practice during a service. Yeah. You know, so it's just the traditions that they mm-hmm. hold during the actual services yeah. themselves. But that doesn't mean the ideology is Exactly, exactly. Okay. And, and it varies from, from synagogue to synagogue, but right. it seems like, I think what I was reading, the council, um, uh, there's like some higher... Kabbalah law and like the highest council, uh-huh. uh, conservative Judaism. I was looking on this website. It was called, uh, it was called a uh, human rights campaign, which according again to media bias fact check is, um, uh, it's pretty left, but they tend to have pretty good facts. Okay. But, but it's very high, but it's pretty high factually based. Okay. Uh, based on what it says. And, yeah, I mean, the rabbinical, the halakhic law says that there are desire to work for equal civil rights and stuff for homosexual people in the Jewish community. Now, each individual rabbi does have the opportunity to administer, you know, uh, weddings the way they want and stuff, but I think most would do that. Uh, oh, that's were, so interesting. The, Wait, in what, what's your fact check program? What, how uh, do you check whether it's factual or not? This website that I found on Google, which hopefully it fact checks itself but what what's the website it's a, it's a not for media bias fact check.com uh, media bias fact check.com yeah wow. they're pretty um uh they're pretty what's the word when you see everything you know what i'm saying objective not objective uh you know when you see um uh like who the donations are oh yeah uh-huh. i see what you're saying yeah. so whether whether they're um... they don't whether like who funds them and what is going uh-huh. into it supposedly okay. it's mostly it's not that like they take really small donations from people and oh, just so keep the site like, running supposedly, like npr like yeah you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like npr they're supposed to be but uh-huh. okay. anyways back to same-sex marriage wow we're, we're already 36 minutes in so why are you we'll interested see. in this uh because of the supreme court case and i saw how ridiculous this article was oh okay all right get me through the I article thought fun. one Children hunger for their biological parents. Okay. Well, but that would be true about a, any adopting parent. Exactly. Then. Exactly. Right. Okay. And I think there are issues with adoption, but I think it has more to be with the situation that's put in place ahead of time. Right. A situation that children are in rather than being adopted to, same, to, to either same-sex couples or, you know, other couples in general. Right. That's just okay. an argument against adoption, which means then you put children in, like, bad situations or people who don't want them and then that whole spiral and stuff right right but that doesn't make sense at all because that's, that's just the thing against adoption it's not, not adoption yeah. against same-sex marriages okay yeah children too children need fathers okay so it, if, if they have two fathers in a same-sex marriage maybe that's, that's good. better they say yeah. that it becomes more common that same-sex children will be raised by lesbian couples Oh, that's so interesting. I don't, I don't see that's completely true. Do you have any I don't think that's completely that? true. Nope, I, I didn't look that one up, but I don't think that's uh. completely true. I also don't think that, what's it called? I also don't think it's an issue. You don't really, parenting doesn't, biological parents and same-sex couples and being adopted by um, uh, heterosexual, heterosexual couples doesn't change how good parents people are. Right. I completely agree. I, it's also possible to have multiple sets of same-sex couples be biological parents for their children. Like, we have friends like that. Right. That's true. That's true. So They would have a lot more parents involved. Yeah, and that's great mm-hmm. because you want uh-huh. – that would be awesome to have a lot mm-hmm. more parents involved. Right. Three, children need mothers. That's true, too. That's true. Kind of they can have two mothers. Right. <laughs> that's great. They can have two fathers. That's fine too. It doesn't, I don't, I don't think you know if that's the ideal world. Do you know what I mean? Like exactly. is, in the ideal world, would there be a mom and a dad? Not necessarily. Well, that's their ideal family. Well, that's, that's what it seems to be coming out of this article. The right. ideal, you know, family, the ideal 
Christian family or, or right. world family. I don't know. Yeah. Or evidence on parenting by same sex couples is inadequate. So why the fuck are you writing this article? Right. What? I mean, evidence on parenting by any couple is pretty inadequate. Yeah. I mean, do we have great studies about parenting styles and mm-hmm. philosophy? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I don't think that's pretty. I don't think that's true either. I also, why are you writing this article if there's not enough evidence? Right. Like what? Doesn't that mean that what you're doing? Right. And we should be finding that evidence. And and I feel like, isn't it supposed to be innocent until proven guilty too? Yeah. But it's not like that in the court system here. That's for sure. I mean, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Number five. Okay. Evidence suggests children raised by homosexuals are more likely to expend, experience gender and sexual disorders. That is awful. Okay, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily true either. I don't think that's true. And first of all, is, and is that being a homosexual a problem or right. transgender? Right. How is that a disorder? Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you know, I will put in the chart for, like, my trans teens that I'm helping transition. Yeah. Gender dysphoria is the diagnosis that they seem to want to pay for the gender-affirming hormones and so mm-hmm. on. So that, that they're dysphoric by not being the true gender that they want. So it's a gender dysphoria if you've got a, a male-to-female transgender person who hasn't transitioned yet. Yeah. So that's also, for you. this article in Science Daily says that that's just false. Oh, good. Okay. Um, uh, that same-sex couples do not influence their adoptive children's gender right. identity. Right. And it's about the same for homosexual and heterosexual. And really, isn't it what the kid fucking wants? Yeah. Or the child, child yeah. wants for that matter? Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's just my opinions. If you disagree, <laughs> disagree. Number six. We don't care. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Email me. Talk to me. I want to understand how you think like this, please. Right. I, I, think, please tell I me. think it's so great to like know how people are thinking. Yeah. It's so like, I just, I just have so much curiosity for what everybody's thinking now. Like that's just so mm-hmm. amazing. And it's coming from somewhere. Okay. Number six. Mm-hmm. Same sex marriage would undercut the norm of sexual fidelity within fidelity within marriage. And, Do we know that for sure? And why does that matter? A, that doesn't matter. B, and you know, I saw this article in the New York Times. It said many successful gay marriages share an open secret. Like there's a lot of open marriages or some. I mean, this is one article I seen. I don't know how many of that is true. I'm not going to generalize. Don't you think we should all have the types of relationships that make sense for us? Exactly. If you have a successful open marriage and you're happy, I don't see the issue. Yeah, there's no issue there. there. There's no issue. As long as you're open it. and communicating. Like if you're right, behind exactly. someone's back, like um, uh, Warren Kwan, I think his name is. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But, you know, maybe that yeah, could no, be the I title can... of this episode. Or my episode what? with Catherine. Warren Kwan, we're coming for you. Oh, God. Anyway. I don't even know if she's going to want us to talk about this. But anyway. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Hopefully we're providing some comedy. She's doing much better. She can yeah. do much better. Yeah, totally. That's so true. Seven. We're getting to the good parts now. Oh, no. It gets better than what's before. marriage would further isolate marriage from its procreative purpose. Oh, dear. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Have fun being married just so you can procreate. Right. There's no reason. I should get married right now and just procreate. Just be like, hey, you want to- Wait, 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 wait. You want to procreate real quick? As your mother, <laughs> you're like, yeah. no, no, no. Right, no. Right? Should that be my Tinder bio? Hey, <laughs> like you should swipe on me because we should be in a procreative marriage relationship. <laughs> I mean, there might be somebody who wants up kids, but please not at this age. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think about that one? I think that fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm, I was trying to look up why when marriage started and it seems like it originally started like was that the original purpose to procreate i'm sure it was i don't know i mean maybe originally but then marriage started to become like war like allies and stuff and like the medieval times and stuff like people would get married Mm -hmm. for you know allies and i guess they would have kids and then their kids could become like the top so yeah it is important to procreate to leave an heir i guess I guess so. But, I mean, I guess in but, a society like that. But 
I don't think that was true in, in lots of communal societies. Yeah. I mean, you were just trying to populate and, and help take care of the land. And I guess, you know, I mean, that, that, that is the way we survived as a race. Like we started out with not a lot of people and needed to procreate. If not, you would not have survived. Hmm. But I don't know if you necessarily need to be married to do that. I mean, you I don't. think that's a- You can have- Right. And Demon marriage definitely doesn't work well for women. That's for sure. I mean, I think it, well, it worked well for women in that way that there was disparities in sexism. And so you had to be married in order to secure a future mm-hmm. for yourself because you couldn't secure one for yourself. Okay. Yeah. Which is also being abolished and shit like nowadays and should have been, a, not been an issue a long time ago actually the first uh, woman general manager in a professional sports league in America just got hired today. So oh, really pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. General manager of the Miami Marlins. So wow. she's been working the MLB for a long time for almost for like 30 years. Oh my God. So Who is best she? of luck to her. Oh my God. You should uh, have her come on your podcast. Yeah. I should email her. Um, What's uh, her name? Um, uh, her name is, uh, nope. They got rid of her. Ah, Kim Ung. I mean, it's NG, the last name, so I don't know how to pronounce oh, that. Oh, Ang. I mean, Is that's it Ang the, or Kim yeah. Ung? Okay. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry. It's so funny I'm sorry, because, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> sorry Because in that. Cantonese, you know, that Ang uh, is spelled, the character is the same hmm. as Wu. So okay. it's funny because in Mandarin, it would be Wu, and in Cantonese, mm-hmm. it's pronounced Ang. All right. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're right. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's great at her. Great for yeah. her. Best of luck. Maybe she'll come on the show. You know, DM her too. Send her an email. Yeah, you should totally just DM whoever the heck Remember you the fuck want. I want. Yep. And just keep doing it. Yep. Number eight. Up. Number eight. We're almost done. Oh my God, are we? Because Same I'm dying sex here. sex marriage would further diminish the expectation of paternal commitment. I, I think that's completely not true. Yeah. You would imagine that a same-sex marriage would be totally committed because they have they gone had to adopt above the child. and beyond to adopt this freaking child. Yeah. If they didn't yeah. want them, they didn't have to get the child. Exactly. That that was a, a choice. Couple. This yeah. is a, a child by choice, not a child by accident. Yeah. 100% by choice. Yeah. There's no chance that it could have been an accident. I mean, right. it's possible. Watching the Queen's Gambit, maybe it was by accident. <laughs> but, you know, anyways. So That was crazy that they adopted her. That just didn't seem right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could talk about that another time because that was a crazy show. It was a great show. Yeah. Uh, number nine, marriages thrive when spouses specialize in gender-typical roles. Oh, that's so interesting. So you're saying that the women are, are thriving and happy and the men are too? It's so Taking care of children Ugh. is all a woman should do. And the house. And the house. And clean and cook. And According make sure that you're satisfied. Article. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Number I, I, 10. I see where this is going. Do you see where this is going? I see where this is went. I think Women and marriage domesticate men. Oh. That's number so you guys 10. need to be, need mm-hmm. to be, uh, Wait. what does that have to do with adoption? <laughs> I don't know. This is against same sex marriage. It's not about same sex adoption. Oh, I thought, I thought no, this was it's about, about same sex marriage. It's not about oh, adoption, but still, I mean, same thing. Right, right. Ridiculous. I don't know why no matter. No matter wow. why you look at, and and their way to describe this, they you know wasn't they have it a originally little, about adoption. Didn't you talk about no, adoption? No, I wasn't. Too? I talked about adoption because of the case. I was just looking up. I was gonna be like why Christianity didn't seem to like same sex oh, couples. Oh, so about the case and the adoption. Yeah, about the case and about, the adoption. This I is not necessarily about the adoption. Up, oh. No, but I was wondering why same um why why like religious groups seem to not like same sex couples. Right. I was wondering that. Right. They uh, well they think it's against the the word of. God, right? Which doesn't make any sense because doesn't Jesus support all people? I mean, Jesus definitely was an equal opportunity I would think so. of the disenfranchised. That's pretty yeah. Cool. I like Jesus. Let me yeah. tell you, Jesus seemed like he was a great person. He was totally. He was. He was, he was a pretty funky left wing rabbi. Exactly. I mean, Jesus, Jewish. like he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And there are like certain articles that people try to interpret really hard. You know, because the mm. Bible's open to interpretation, but. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And, and so men who are married earn more, work harder, drink less, live longer, and spend more time attending religious services mm. and are more sexually faithful. So that's the whole reason for a woman, you know, to look after the men. Right. Who seems to be even harder to look after than the children. Yeah. They, well, because they, they, 
they're like a toddler ready to put mm-hmm. like a fucking knife in a socket. You got to exactly. watch out for them. Make sure they're more religiously faith serve. Yeah, Go to more yeah. And I, I need to serve them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad I never as- ascribed to yeah. that. <laughs> so, I mean, Poor daddy. <laughs> so I don't know. Or yay daddy. That, that was 10... Uh, Ten shitty ass reasons. Ten arguments against same sex marriage. And by the oh, way, according to the American Psychological Association, yeah, adoptive children thrive in same sex households. Oh, I'm sure that we know many. We know many. Yeah. So, you know, thanks for listening to me talk about ten arguments against same sex marriage. I still think and it's why, interesting that you really wanted to talk about this. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think all 10 points are ridiculous. And yeah. please tell me why my perspective is They're wrong. all self-serving. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're only looking, they're only looking through one lens and one lens only. Also, if you think religious freedom, religious freedom is only brought up when it's discriminating against other groups of people. Yeah. It's, it seems like that's what happens. Now, I think you should practice your religion. Right, so you, be, you get religious freedom in order to oppress the life. Exactly. Of that doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. Go be religious. Go have your sense of community. Go believe in Jesus. Go be, or not believe in Jesus. Believe in whoever the fuck you want and practice whatever religious rituals you fucking want. I was talking about how they have this crazy emotional time in Karbala, Iraq, mm. which the scenes seem absolutely incredible. Wow. I have to look that up. Can you like attach that to the show notes? Like yeah, a, um, a link to it. That one. Yeah, it's an yeah. article in the New York Times. I had some okay. pictures and cool. It was really cool. But That's awesome. I, I wanted to talk about this because I was looking at it and it seemed ridiculous. <laughs> Aristophanes. Aristophanes. Ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> or what you would cast at a dementor in Harry Potter. Not a dementor. Yeah. A boggart. A bogart. Oh, there we go. A bogart. A bogart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ridiculous is the, is cool. the phrase. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so Many cool. things are ridiculous. Mm. Like the Family Research Council's 10 arguments against yeah. social – from well, social science. The thing is, is people believe these things. You know, you could put anything out there and people will believe them. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to know why people believe it. Yeah. So thank Tell you for us. listening. Yeah, yeah, tell us. Thank you so much for listening. But it can't be a rational reason, you know, why it, they It would, has to be what they know. It has to be what they know and, and what, they what they somehow choose to believe. believe in their heart, you know, like it because why, it's not based Why in, are there vote are there rallies right now that still th- for people thinking that Donald Trump won this election? <laughs> because He's there's the most lots delusional of them. person around. There so. are lots of them. Uh, and I want to know how and I think there's two things. You only get your information from certain sources and you mm. don't believe what other people tell you. Right. Right. That's crazy. That's so crazy. That that's how it is. Yep. Anyways. Yep, yep, yep. Thank you for listening. This has been Adam, <laughs> the reluctant vegan son. I had an excellent time talking about this. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I'd love talking to you in any way, shape, or form, anything you want to talk about. This was fun. Yeah. Uh yeah. please, if you enjoyed this, uh Leave a review. Mm. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yep. Yep. Anything you want us to talk about, please email me at reluctantveganson at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at reluctantveganson. You could DM me showing me why I'm wrong, showing me what you believe, showing me something you want us to talk about. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody.